Have you ever encountered a hurdle with launching or growing your business? Listen, there are two things that run a business, the back end and your soft skills. Telling you right now, if these aren't in place, you'll lose clients and you'll lose money. You don't want that? Well, you're in the right place. Hey, I'm Dana. Hey, I'm Sarah. We're your hosts of the Entrepreneur Encounter, and we're going to give you a behind the scenes glance into our businesses, give you genuine feedback, tips and tricks, plus occasionally bring on guests that care about supporting you to grow your business organically and nurturing authentic relationships. Are you ready? Guess what, listeners? It's a new year, and I can tell you right now, it's going to be a great one. Welcome back to another episode of Entrepreneur Encounter, where we bring you insights and inspiration. We're your hosts, Dana and Sarah. And I know you all might agree that there's a lot of businesses that were kind of struggling last year. The last quarter, I know for me personally, was a big old struggle bus of going through a rebrand, losing access to certain platforms because of hackers. It felt like one thing after another, and it was just trying to keep my head above water. So we are going to push forward. We are going to like mentally and physically stand in the superhero pose to like just will 2024 to be a great year. Am I right? Everybody should be raising their hands, nodding yes. You agree? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no, I have to agree with that. It was definitely a rocky end, but we're going strong. So usually people start off the new year with goal setting. Although that's great. I mean, obviously setting goals is awesome, right? But we wanted to set this episode up a little bit differently. You know, when people say they have a word of the year, I think like last year, I saw that trend going on, like, what's your word for the year, like abundance or like money, you could go ahead and set your goals, choose your word for the year, but let's have a skill for the year. So what soft skill do you want to focus on for the year, or at least half the year, and just to learn more about that, learn about yourself more personally and professionally, and then learn and hone in on it more so that you are set up for success, both personal and professionally. So I stopped doing goals in my 20s. And I did do a word. I've actually been doing a word more or less just to focus on. And over the years, that has been more like an intention. So I think that aligns with focusing on a skill so that I can't say right now, I am a master at digital marketing. I'm a master at networking. I can't say that right now. But what we talked about in a few episodes before, what I can do with the affirmations is I will become a master at networking. Or personally, so if someone's goal or intention is to get healthy. So something I just recently heard was, I look good now and I will be healthier by doing X, Y, Z. So you're changing your mindset. You're not just seeing yourself. You're not hating on your body right now. You're accepting it for what it is. It's an amazing thing. So maybe you're upset with your business. Let's segue it that way. Maybe your business is struggling. But the good affirmation to start with, or the intention is, I launched a business. My business is open for business. Yeah. And I will grow into 
master networking to find my XYZ amount of clients. And by utilizing it in that way, we're now focusing on the soft skill that we need to develop this year to meet those goals, to accomplish that affirmation, to put action into those words. So let's dive into some of the trending soft skills that we've uncovered for 2024. Yeah. So the first one is emotional intelligence. So emotional intelligence is the ability to understand and manage and use your own emotions and positive ways to interact effectively with others. This includes self-awareness, self-management, social awareness, relationship management, and empathy. Typically, what I've seen, negativity in business, because people don't know how to step into other people's shoes. So, you know, somebody comes to work late because something's going on at home, but you have to have that like emotional intelligence to be able to put your emotions aside to ensure that this person is okay. So that's just an example, self-awareness. So if Dana and I got onto a meeting and she was like really upset about something, you know, if she was late or whatever, am I going to get mad or am I going to like, okay, let's chill out for a minute. Let's have a conversation. Let's see what's going on. That's just showing that you have that empathy that you are stepping into their shoes. So I think that's a really good one to hone in on. The next one that really caught my attention was digital literacy, because I guess I never thought of using technology with that title, so to speak. But digital literacy is the ability to use technology effectively and responsibly. All of us, even if you don't like screen or like to unplug from time to time, we all use technology in some way, shape or form. So for a professional development side, this includes being able to find, evaluate and use information from the Internet, as well as using technology to communicate and collaborate with others. It is no secret that the soft skills that Sarah and I focus on the most is communication and collaboration. All soft skills depend on how well you can communicate with other people from sharing your own ideas, but also listening to others and having a conversation about it instead of just talking at someone. So using digital technology effectively, like, are you using 10 platforms in your business when you really could find maybe two and have it all in one platform that kind of minimizes the amount of times you have to log in, minimizes the amount of potential gaps in your workflow? Because if you have to log into 10 different platforms, you're more likely to forget a step because you're going to say, oh, I'll do that after I pick up my kids from school. But now you have 5,000 other things to do because your kids are in front of you and you forgot to do that part. So it's a domino effect. It's messed up the entire workflow of your inquiry process or project communication or anything like that. So really take a moment, no matter where you are in your business journey, and think about your own technology use within your business. Yeah, that's great information. Okay, so the next one is adapt. So adapting is the ability to adjust to the change of new situations, the changes that are going on in your business. When you hire somebody new, this is an essential skill because again, things are moving fast all the time. New technology is coming out. 
a new client is coming to the door. You're going to constantly be faced with a new challenge and new opportunities, but being able to adapt to what's going on is definitely a skill that you as a business owner needs to hone in on. And also you need to look for that as well if you're hiring somebody. So adapting to the changes. I think one that also I see why these two are both on the list with adaptability and your ability to adjust to challenges that pop up or even opportunities. Let's focus on both good and bad is creativity, because sometimes you got to get scrappy with your solution sometimes and like thinking on the fly. So creativity is on the list for soft skills to focus on in 2024 is the ability to think outside the box, come up with new and innovative ideas. The saying like, this is just how it's always done is no longer relevant because it's not how things are done. I feel like in many instances, the fact that some individuals are still doing things that way it's always been done and not accepting opportunities to change is why some of us are in so much trouble as it is. (laughs) It's why work cultures have become toxic because no one wanted to change. No one wanted to be open to new ideas. No one wanted to be inclusive. It's just how it was. So this valuable skill for any entrepreneur or professional can help solve problems, come up with new ways of doing things, open so many new doors and opportunities. Like, Take those ideas that you feel like are successful 100% of the time, even if it is a 50-year-old idea, and get creative with how you implement it. So networking is an age-old concept. You have to get your business, your name in front of other people, but it's no longer essentially going door-to-door to get your product out there. It's going to networking events, hosting your own. It's volunteering or joining a nonprofit organization so that you can build goodwill in your community and then set yourself apart that way. It's joining community groups on Facebook or LinkedIn. It's like any other means of getting to know people and selling yourself but it can be used in so many other ways. Using a personal spin with creativity, like I'm doing a little bit more at-home preschool learning with my daughter, and we are getting really creative with how to do sensory bins and teaching her those gross motor skills and fine motor skills, her letters, and like making it fun. There's a whole lot of creativity coming from that one, and so now I need to take that ability and use it in my business. Exactly. Also, if it's the same all the time, if it's the same thing every single day, it becomes boring. It really does. If you started a business 10 years ago, you want to change something up because obviously you have to adapt to the changes. Then there's going to be some things that you have to implement into your business. But honestly, if it's going to be the same thing, once you get bored... (laughs) The monotony of it, I guess. Yes. I think that's why like, I really enjoyed event planning many years ago before I had all these children is because there were some moments in a wedding timeline that are always the same. Like there's always a ceremony, there's a cocktail hour, there's this, that, and third. But every couple is different. You don't know what these guests are going to do. 
you don't know <laughs> who's going to be the bridezilla. For me, it was never the bride. The zilla came from a random guest. <laughs> Or it came from an aunt that used to do event planning or is the one that does all of the family events. So she would be the most involved. And so, yes, I get it. Yeah. Another thing with creativity as well is, you know, we've talked about different perspectives when you are trying to collaborate with somebody and whatever you're working on, each person may see it differently, but if you can intertwine those ideas, that's pretty creative. Another skill is critical thinking. Critical thinking is the ability to analyze information objectively and make sound judgments. This is an important skill for anyone who wants to make informed decisions and solve problems effectively. I think the key word there is objectively. Attention service-based entrepreneurs, unleash the power of Pinterest with a professionally optimized business account. In case you're new here, my name is Dana, co-host of Entrepreneur Encounter, and I want to be your Pinterest setup specialist. Together, we will tailor your Pinterest presence to your brand and audience, optimize your profile with captivating visuals and descriptions, develop a strategic pinning plan to reach your target audience, And then integrate Pinterest with your other marketing channels so you can repurpose instead of working harder. Then if you love your Pinterest account setup, I do have ongoing support packages for continued success. So if you've been wanting to unlock Pinterest potential for your wedding planning business, contact me at my website, ddvirtualmanagement.com and we can get started. So if you're given a task, from a client to you, or if you're giving a task to somebody else, you trust them to the point where you know that they're going to be able to get that done. So let's say that my client gives me a task to do. She gives me videos and I write the SOPs and I look at everything. And if I don't know how to do something, then I figure out a way to solve that problem before I go and ask because you're given so much information. But in order to solve a problem, you have to be resourceful. So resourceful and critical thinking to me kind of go the same, even though resourceful is not on this list, but I believe that critical thinking and resourcefulness will go hand in hand to be able to help you solve problems. I think so. I think that's why it's hard to focus on just one because they all intertwine. Like resourcefulness could also be creativity, time management could be tied into emotional intelligence because that's also self-management being aware of who you are right now and who you want to be and what skills you need to work on and develop to get to that place. I mean, it's never just one skill. It's like a total body workout. Mm -hmm. Any fitness trainer is going to tell you, you can't just only work on arms. You have to do your legs at some point. You need to do your abdominal muscles, like all the other things. (laughs) You know, so like... (laughs) Yeah. Yes, focus on one, but I think that's where recognizing, I guess we've been doing this long enough, like critical thinking is not just critical thinking. It's resourceful. It's a community of skills, just like Mm -hmm. being in business. You may be a solopreneur, but it's never just you. (laughs) Like you have, I don't even want to say a sisterhood, but you have a community of solopreneurs that you can talk to and vent to and celebrate with and everything else. So that you don't have to feel alone. Yeah. Another thing too is 
when like I say team, it doesn't necessarily mean you have a team of people that you've hired. So like if you're solo, your team is like Dana said, your community, the people that you interact with. Dana and I are a team. So it's all the people that you interact with. It's not always going to be people that you hire. That's true. Mm -hmm. So what skill are you wanting to focus on this year? Oh, man. Um, (laughs) I guess like digital literacy, because although I find myself very internet savvy, like I can do research, no problem, but... I think it has to do with the change, like adapting to the changes that are happening with the technology, because I'm stuck in my ways. Like, I just want to use Google Sheets. You know what I mean? (laughs) No, eventually I'm going to have to change that later down the road, especially with more work coming in and all that stuff. So adapting and digital literacy, because you've got to adapt to the technology changes that are constantly coming out. Because every time I see something new, I'm like, no, I don't want to learn that. But it's good to learn new things so that you know what's going on, not necessarily having to use it yourself, but just to know. What about you, Dana? Um, Digital literacy is important. It's kind of up there on the list. But I think I'm going to focus on adaptability. And this one, maybe it's a little different on the thinking. But I often find myself hoping for a boring day these days. Like I just wish the routine or (laughs) the schedule that I have set out would be the same two days in a row. (laughs) But being a wife and a mom of multiple children, while I've been in business for 18 months now, like officially been in business, not just a side hustle, I'm working on things. So less than three years. And so I'm in that phase. I have consistent clients, but I need to know the next step so that I can grow the business, but I don't know how to do that. So being able to adapt to new situations that I'm literally forcing myself into, it's not even like it's coming to my door. I am initiating these new situations and changes. And so I need to prep myself to be more adaptable to that constant change of new challenges that arise from growing pains, but also seeing the opportunities and not being afraid to grasp them, but also knowing how to change with that opportunity and how to do so. I like that. So listeners, it's your turn. Which soft skill are you going to focus on? It can be from the five that we shared today. Or it can be one that you came up with on your own. But come join our groups on Facebook and LinkedIn and tell us about it. Tell us which one so that we can cheer you on, share resources if we need to. I'm curious what others have to say. As always, all of our information is in the show notes. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. Remember, soft skills aren't just some fluffy buzzwords that get thrown around in the corporate world. They're the key to unlocking your full potential as a professional and a human being. Don't be afraid to invest in yourself and seek out opportunities to improve your soft skills. Sarah and I have a variety of workshops, online courses, and complimentary clarity calls for you to practice in real time with us. Links are always in the show notes. And be sure to join us next time for more insights, tips, and tricks to help you succeed in your entrepreneur encounter.